Rock of Central Florida.
that I want to say and I'm under orders (laughs) I'm a man under orders today I'm a man under authority today so I'm not allowed I have a minute or less to say what I want to say so while I'm preparing to do that if you'll find your seat this morning please while you're doing that I want to thank you so much for coming to be a part of this incredibly special day of 20 years of ministry here in Central Florida for the Rock of Central Florida. Come on, give it up this morning. Give it up. 20 years today. 20 years today. There are a lot of people will acknowledge it another, another moment in the service today that are present and I'm so thankful for. But to start today... Again, I'm probably down to 30 seconds now, so let me do this. There's so much in my mind that I want to say and I'm not able to say, and I know it's absolutely packed in here. Um, If we need to, some of the kids, I think, can sit across the front uh, if we need to make room for them. Everybody squeeze in, make room for everybody to get in, please. So what I've done to 
kind of bring you to where we are today is first of all say that none of this would be possible if it were not for you uh, coming alongside Kim and me on this journey of 20 years. But it started before the first day that we met here. And I'm going to show you a little bit of that. The video that you're about to see is not very long, it's just a few minutes long, but it is video clips that started way back in the beginning. Four years before I met my wife, when I preached my first revival in Macon, Georgia, not in a building, but a tent. It is a tent revival that I did in 1987 in Macon, Georgia. It's the first time I preached a revival. I was 22 years old. I was one year older than my son at that time. So keep in mind, whatever you might hear on there, I was 22 years old. <laughs> but you're going to hear and see some things as the videos begin to build up to the day that we actually move to Florida, and then they will take it from there. But it will build up to that time. There's some words that kind of give an idea of what you're going to see next. There's going to be moments to laugh, but I just want to caution you. Laugh, but laugh quietly because you don't want to miss, especially when you see my wife's face on there and what she's going to be saying, you don't want to miss it. I promise. I promise. Again, the video is brittle. It was 32 years old, and I tried to take clips of it, so it's not incredibly clear. It's the best we had way back then. Those of you that are in the millennial generation, you don't get it. The rest of us do. So if you would, just pay attention to the screen. I love you, I bless you, and I will see you soon.
Uh, don't go to the youth drama team. It's for you guys and you guys are in it, okay? And, uh, just stay there. You know, you'll be nervous and wait for this girl and, and uh, took her off, so I don't know what they did. But, you know, we'll find ourselves at times in a, in, in the, at the beach or uh, other situations in places, and when we're in these places, vulgarity will be going on, teenagers will be cussing, people will be talking about things that offend us, and we'll sit there and we'll fuss about it, we'll, we'll, I mean, we'll practically do Christian cussing. Man, we'll, we'll curse them. Man, I curse that. I curse, I'm telling you, I curse the place that that's coming from. I, I can't believe these kids nowadays are talking like that. I can't believe they'll wear things like that. I can't believe they'll do this and I can't believe they'll do that. And we get all that for free. It didn't cost us anything to go to the beach. 
And we'll sit there and we'll curse it all day long and we'll be offended by it all day long. But then the next day, it's, that was Friday, then Saturday we'll get up and go catch the matinee rated R down at the movie theater and pay six bucks to hear it and not complain about it. Then tell somebody how good it was. Recommend it. Anybody hear what I'm talking about? I mean, the day before it was live and in person. It didn't cost you anything. You were there. You could have touched the movie star. But the next day, you go you pay six bucks and all you can do is see it on the screen. And don't complain at all about it and just tell somebody encouraging, man, you gotta go see it. I'm telling you, blood and guts everywhere. Nakedness, it was just everywhere. It was great. I recommend it, man. Wherever you are, whatever situation, whatever you're facing today, I want you to know that I'm bringing a word to you that I pray by the anointing of the Holy Ghost will cause you to walk out of this place today knowing there is hope. Knowing that when you leave this place today, you don't have to walk out of here with hope. You can walk out of here knowing that you have received the hope of His glory in this house this morning on whatever the date is today. Wow. <laughs> well, we're all thankful that you got a haircut. I'll say that much. <laughs> Amazing. Um, there was someone who really wanted to be here today. Uh, he's unable to be because of prior commitments, but he did send a video for you and for mom. And I have this letter. It's Pastor George Brantley. He pastors the Rock of Gainesville in Gainesville, Florida. So please pay attention to the screens. Dear Stephen Kim, I sit here amazed that it's been 20 years since you were driving through Gainesville calling me and sharing what was on your heart. I'll never forget the way you linked your heart to mine that day, telling me that your desire was to rejoice with Suzanne and me each time we had something to celebrate and stand in intercession for us when we walked through difficult times. I couldn't have known then what an amazing brotherhood we would form. When it would have been easier to pass the baton, you stayed in the race. When it would have been easier to quit, you pressed on. Now look at the reward of your faithfulness. Generations have been impacted for the kingdom due to your steadfastness. As you celebrate 20 years of God's faithfulness in your lives and church family, I challenge you to continue pressing towards the goal. Father God is not through with you yet. In every aspect of your ministry and personal life, worship the Creator. Whether in singing, giving, or serving, He is worthy of our praise. I so appreciate our friendship and what Father God has given us. I love you and Kim and your amazing kids. I declare God's best over you all and all of your house. Keep the faith, your brother.
Wow. Um, that's amazing. Um, you know, every year we stand up here and we say, what can we, you know, what can we add to what we've said? And when I woke up this morning and I was thinking about it and I was thinking, I can't remember if I said it last year um, or not, but I realized this morning that I have, uh, I've walked with you um, more than I haven't walked with you. Um, you know, I'm, I came here when I was 18, I'm now 37, so I've spent 19 years with you, only 18 um, apart from you. And I can say, as, as I know many have, either in letters or in the room before we came out here, that I am not the man um, that I would have been without you. I can see what that man would have been standing here. Um, I'm glad I didn't become that man. Uh, I'm glad with both of your influences that my life has been changed in a way that no one else could have changed it. I thank you. I honor you today. I want to set that place of honor today. And, and make it understood in this place. If you're sitting here and you're wondering what is going on, why is this happening, it's because what it takes to sow your life you probably can't imagine. And doing that is a place that deserves so much honor and so much thanks. And that's what we are doing today. Not just my wife and I as we stand up here, but as a house today, we are setting a stage of honor for the man and woman who have laid down their life. Not only for the cause of Christ, as he said in the video, but for the cause of you. Because in their heart, they saw you. And now with their eyes, they see you. And I, and I thought about this place. And I thought, there's some things that haven't come about probably the way you thought, but there's a whole lot that 20 years ago you were talking about that you saw in, in your heart that's here today. I think even about the ELC, maybe you didn't think you'd have a child care, but you wanted to help single women with children. You wanted to help those who needed a place for their kids to be taught and, and, uh, and raised in the kingdom. And I know you had a vision of a school, and it's here. You had a vision of a people, and this room is over full. And I honor you today. And I love you today. Thank you. Well said. <laughs> Um, I love you as well. I honor you. Um, I don't know if many of you know this, but my first job ever was working for Steve Parker. Um, <laughs> I was just out of high school, 18 years old. I had never had a job, and he offered me to be secretary. This is not sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, just remembering. <laughs> it was wonderful. He offered me the job of being his secretary over on 1792 and that was my very first job he was my very first boss and you were a great one <laughs> set the bar real high <laughs> um and i loved it and i loved every moment of it and um i was just i had kind of forgotten because it's been a while uh, <laughs> uh, but um what i want to say is i i want to speak that's the one thing i had from the past but i want to speak to the future because i feel in my heart, and when I knew we were doing this, and we do this every year, guys, <laughs> and you know, it's, I didn't want to say it in the room back there, because it's like, oh, there's so much in me, but what I want to say to you is that 
I see 2020 um, in a way ooh, that um, we have, oh gosh, it's big. It's big. It is a land flowing with milk and honey. It is a place we have yet seen, you know, but we have prophesied. And there have been a lot of those places along the way, but I, if I could just take what is in my spirit and put it up on a screen, it is um, whew, a place that the Father has prepared and wasn't sure anyone was going to get there. And I had a vision a long time ago, an encounter where I saw us, we were in this area, and there was there was staircases going up all around us, all around us. And the music team was playing in real life; they were playing. And there was, and it was like Yeshua was sitting there, and he was sitting next to a lion who I knew was Yahweh. And he said, "Anyone, there's no wrong choice. Choose, choose a staircase." And then I knew <laughs> that we chose one that was old and decrepit, and it was dirty, and we began to climb. And most people wouldn't have chosen that staircase. It didn't look pretty. Um, but it was one that he had set up before time itself. And he was waiting for a Stephen Kim Parker in a rock of Central Florida to climb it. And so if 2020, I see this. We're on the staircase. <laughs> well, I don't even just see the staircase. I see my feet on it. And it's a place I've never gone. It's a place I have never been. And I want to honor you for being a man who pushes the boundaries of who Yahweh is or who I think he is. You push the boundaries. You make a place and a way, both of you do, where I think there's nowhere else to push. And then there we are again, pushing again. It's an amazing place if I can just let you guys know what a place this is. If you call this home, if this is your family, you will never be the same. Every week, every week. There is not a week goes by, I'm 35. I have been here since I was 16 years old. There, I have buried a son here. I have birthed children here. I have been married here, and yet, not a day goes by, not a week goes by when you open your mouth, sir, that my life isn't drastically changed. <laughs> where? where? <laughs> I sent the call out in 2020 that you can find it here. Here is a place. Here is a land we flow with milk and honey. Whew, there is no stagnant water here. It is a continual flow. It is a flow that does not stop. It is a flow that is strong. And it is one that will sometimes sweep you right off your feet. And it's okay. And I, I invite, I invite 2020. I invite you 2020. I decree over you 2020. Whoo. A year like no other, a year like no other, we have encountered miracles, signs, wonders, the things we have asked and waited on, those things we have put seed in the ground for. I call to you 2020, and I speak to the year to come. May it be our best yet. May it be our best yet. I love you.
I said I thought I was going to talk first before you. Thank you. Thank you. Then we go for thinking. <laughs> but what I was thinking of when I thought about these 20 years of celebration, I thought about the first time I laid eyes on you guys when you came to Panama City, Florida. I couldn't help but go back there to that time because that's when we first met you guys. And it was a it was a wonderful time and a beautiful time. And what I see now is what I heard in my spirit was, behold the glory of Yahweh. When I look at you guys, I see the glory of Yahweh in you. And I appreciate you, I thank you, I love you, I honor you, and you have changed our lives. You know, we, we came here after we had been sent out in ministry from Panama City to Trinidad, and it didn't work out the way we wanted to. But when we came here, you guys loved us to life. You brought, you healed us. And I love what Kaylee said about if you want to be changed, if you want a, a life, you stay here. Enjoy Steve and Kim and Yahweh in them. And you'll have a beautiful time because Yahweh is in the changing life business. And he's changing life through Kim and Steve. And I'm so glad to be a part. Thank you. Well, Kim and Steve, <clears throat> you're always on my mind. You're always on my mind. And I mean that sincerely. Uh, I'm, I'm always thinking about you. You know, even when I'm driving the Mears bus, I think about some of the things that you say, some of the things that you challenge us to. And uh, when I go to Trinidad, anywhere I go, I always think or say something about you and I was having a conversation in Trinidad regarding you and uh, we were talking you know how churches you have to be accountable to somebody and I say I know a man I, I said I know two men we didn't have that 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 system and I said we said why I said well I, I know the man personally I've lived with him for over 20 something years personally I've lived with him and I know the integrity of the man. And that's what we want in a man, a man of God, man of integrity. And always on my mind, I even went to bed last night and I dreamt about you. We, I know. <laughs> we, we were, you came and you picked myself and Wanda up and you and somebody else and we were going swimming. Not with a linked lady. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we got to the place, and you just got out of the car, and you, it was like a cliff, a cliff. And there was like a little area down there, too. And you, you, without thought, you just jumped over. And, come on down, come. Wanda looked and said, mm-mm. And I had some thoughts about it. I said, hmm. But you were, you were playing around down there, and then you found a place where we can enter in. Did you, did, you, did you see what I'm saying? He is willing to take the plunge. And some of us, we aren't as you know, thrill seekers as he is. He, you know, he's not a settler. So he, he, he found a place for us, and then we came on down there. Always, I know, always determined. 
and it's, it's evident in your children. Even from a very young age, from a very young age, I, I, I know they would remember, she had the devil in the phone booth dialing 911. <laughs> Huh? That's determination. And that's growth. And that's maturity. When you can have the devil dying in 911. Help! She's too much. We are too much. We are overcoming. We are overcoming that which besets us. There's nothing that's going to beset us. If we can, we don't have to, you don't have to always take the plunge, but you can follow. There's going to be a pathway made for you to come in to the kingdom and enjoy what Yahweh has for us. And now, you know, it's always, don't get too settled. Because he's not, he's not, he's going to pick up the tents and we're going to move somewhere else. And then we're going to get to 2126, John 21. Let's move on forward. But I want to say, Thank you so much, as my wife has said, for renewing us a right spirit, a spirit of, of, of our servanthood. And thank you for improving my children's lives, you know, giving them hope and really encouragement. Thank you all for being a part and celebrating this 20 years. And I think I've been here just about every year because I used to come here every once a month on um, on business when I'm from Panama City and I would all so I, I always belong I always belong there's a joining that happens spiritually and we don't have to be on the same level we don't have to be able to jump off but we it's a joining so thank you so much all right <laughs> she wants me to go first because she knows I'll talk the shortest so <laughs> um I told Matt, I think yesterday, I said, oh, man, I ain't got no clue what I'm going to say. Um, and I told my son about two hours ago, I still don't have a clue what I'm going to say. So we're going to just wing it. But um, I remember that when we, well, there's a time when I started coming to the church, but there's a time I became a part of the church. Uh, whatever, you, you're with me. So anyhow, I remember Shaviv would come and I would sleep. And she'd be like, oh, come, come with me. And then she'd wake me up and force me to come, and I'd come once a month or something like that. And that went on for a little, little bit. And it's like every time I came, it was something different. It was never just you come up and spoke. It was just, I think, one time you ordained Matt, and then one time some other, and just different things, different things. And then I decided, well, I kind of had a choice. I had a choice. <laughs> Someone made me take, make a choice. <laughs> I won't mention any names, but... Um, I had to choose if I wanted to change or if I wanted to stay the same, you know? And I made the choice to pretend to change so that I could uh, get what I wanted and then we move on from there. And then somehow, when I started pretending to change, it just became a part of who I was. <laughs> and I couldn't go back. And so I just figured, well, let's just keep on walking this thing out. So yesterday, yesterday we were celebrating, we've turned 40 yesterday, so she... She passed that. She passed that hill yesterday, um, and we were. I told her. I said, you know, we've been together over half your life, you know. And then last night we went out, and it was just us and James and Haley. And I thought, you know, if I wouldn't have made that choice, if I wouldn't have chose to stick here and walk it out, and and just 
day by day and not every day was easy but if i wouldn't have chose to do that i wouldn't be able to experience what i experienced last night you know and i wouldn't be able to experience what i'm gonna experience tomorrow because i made a choice way back when however many years ago that is so i just thank you for putting up with me for all these many years um knocking me around when i needed knocking around and you know listen to me cry those couple of times that that happened so <laughs> I also thought, man, I'm so so glad there's no videos of me from back in the day, because that would be horrible. Oh, so. man. That's very good. <laughs> well, I, too, am very, very, very thankful. Um, I remember when I did come, my parents actually invited me to come to The Rock, and um, they chose to leave, and I chose to stay. And my natural family, you know, my that... I had their DNA, that doesn't matter. Like this is, you are my family. And I wasn't ever like without a mom. I wasn't ever without, and well, I wasn't without because I have you and I have Steve and Kim Parker and I'm so thankful I honor both of you. I love the day when I got a phone call when I was at work and it was like lunchtime and Steve's like, Shaviver? And he invited me and asked me if I would like to come work for him. And I'm like, yeah. Absolutely I do. And I had no idea. I mean, he just really paved a way and showed me how to do things I had no idea. You know, when you're a young 20 person, 20 year old person, you think you know everything. You don't. And then you have the opportunity to go sit and honor a man who, wow, I mean, just every single day I gleaned and I built relationships and I would bring it home to my husband. He didn't like it a lot of the times. It was fine. It worked out just fine. <laughs> But, you know, we have two beautiful children. We have, you know, grandbabies, and we thank you so much because we were able to sow into them because of what you have taught us. And this year, we opened up our very own business. Yes. So very thankful. And I always knew that I loved people, and I love to talk. Yes, of course. And I'm good at that, right? But that doesn't mean that I have to sit in an office and answer phones and greet people. There's more. And because Steve Parker says, you, you are the owner. You're not the borrower. You're, you know, you are the owner. And I was like, okay, I'm going to take that. So what does that mean? And then out of that, our, a dream was birthed and Yahweh said, here you go. And so now we're able to like minister to people and demonstrate the kingdom to all, to the, to our land, this land right here. So I thank each and every one of you. If this is not your home, I welcome you home. This is an amazing place and an amazing opportunity to change every day. So happy anniversary, Rock of Central Florida. Okay, I'm gonna go first. <laughs> um, Stephen Kim, I love you so much. And you know, when I thought about what I would say, the one thing that comes to my heart is family. And um, you all are family. You all are, there's no difference between you all and blood. We have the same blood and we've walked together. And um, I don't know, I just, when I look around, I just look at a people that are joined like I've never imagined could be joined. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful for the example that you guys walk out before me every day of the week. And it's changed my life. You know, I look at my children and I look at my grandchildren and we would not be who we are if it was not for our coming here in, I think it was 2008. Um, so we've been here for, for a while now. And I remember when we came, it was so different from what we had known before. But now when I see the past, it's so foreign to me. 
And I, I don't even know how we, how, well, how did we survive in that place? And, um, and I'm just, I'm so grateful to run with you. You know, I'm so grateful that, just to try to keep up with your pace, you know? And it's just, um, it blesses me. It blesses me when I can, can look around and see, huh, I'm, I saw this. I didn't, I didn't know what it was gonna look like, but here we are. You know, and we see the future. We've, we've prophesied to the future, and we're going to walk together into that, too. So I honor you both. I love you so much. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, did you cry a little bit? You didn't cry at all? <laughs> I might be the only one, you know. <laughs> hey, but y'all know me. Y'all know me, huh? I'm going to try to shake it off as much as I can, but we're going to move forward anyway. But what, what can I say? What can I say um, about the awesome people you are and the, the, just the way that what you've been to me, you know, my family, you know, and just the impact, like it was said earlier, you know, I'm not the man that I would have been. I, I'm different now because, and I'm better different because of, your joining to me, me joining to you because of who you are, an example that you've been. Um, and I think about it, and I, and, and I was thinking about what would I say today? And, and, and the Holy Spirit brought a dream to me, and, and it reminded me of a dream that my wife and my wife had, and she spoke to me to encourage me with it because there was a time in my life when I felt like... Uh, to pastor was the thing that I should have been doing. And I did it with all my heart. I did it with everything that I knew to do and understood to do. And I had reached a wall. It's like, bam, I slammed into a wall. And it, and it was so difficult at that point that, uh, that it took its toll on me physically. You know, it really did. It took its toll on me physically. And, um, and my wife came to me and she said, honey, I dreamed a dream. And she said, I dreamed a dream of all these white men. <laughs> and I'm serious. She said, I dreamed a dream of all these white men and white, well, white peoples. <laughs> I dreamed a dream. I, the office I had at the time, she said, you were sitting in the office and this whole line of people walked in. And she specifically said at the time, one of them, hair was gray, full of white hair, and then another man followed and came. I didn't know that. I didn't know what I know now then. But when you walked in, when you all walked in, this group of people walked in, you walked in with abundance. You walked in with more than I can even, than I even had the courage to ask you for. Because when you walked in, you said, what do you need? You sat down at the table with me, and you said, what do you need? And I started looking around, I said, well, I need to pay the rent, the light bills too, and all these different things, like just name me stuff. And it's like, no, no, man. We understand that. But you, you, you reiterated it again, you said, what do you need? And I remember hearing that. And just being choked up, almost afraid to ask for the abundance. 
but the abundance was freely given. And I realized today, now I see with my eyes what I saw with my heart at that time because I saw it in a dream. I realized who the whitehead man was. I was Apostle Paul. And the man that followed him was our father today, Steve Parker. And, <clears throat> see, <laughs> I got this far, right? <laughs> Woo! And I realized the abundance that was offered in the dream has been freely given now in this present time in my past to this present and in my future sir you are what i see with my eyes You are what I see with my eyes, that I hope for with my heart. Because I remember in that place, the thing that I desired more than anything was to be joined to somebody who loved me, who could see me, who knew the man of God that I was called to be. It could help me become everything that the Father desired for me to be. And when he joined me to you, I didn't know it then. But again, I see with my eyes what I saw in my heart, that you have been more than a father to me. You have been a friend. You have been a comfort to me. You have been disciplined to me. You have been order. You have been life. Right. You have been uh, uh, my sons and my daughters call you pop, but you've been a grandfather to them. You've caused order to fall, to come into my life in a way that I never even knew existed. And I think about the place that I would have been, the, the system I was in that I knew so well, that I flowed in so well. I never went anywhere and didn't receive some sort of accolade because I knew the system. I knew how to do it. I knew how to work it, man. I was bad. <laughs> but when I came here, you know the first thing that happened to me when I came here? I sat in that chair, and that's all I did. And I struggled with that. I struggled with that. I struggled with that. But you made a place for me in right timing. You set an order in me in right timing and in a place and I love you for that. And I would never, ever put anything, trade anything for who you are to me. You will always be my father. You will always be a man that I love and honor. Thank you, Miss Kim. Thank you, Steve Parker. Thank you, sons and daughters of the Parkers. I love you guys. Happy anniversary. Almost. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. Before we move forward, I just want to make a quick announcement. There 
are nurseries available for you to take your children in if you need to. Please parent them because we want to get through today with as little noise as possible so that the attention is here and not out there. Okay? Thank you. Good morning. For our visitors, uh, I'm Liz Darnell, and I'm the headmaster of the Rock Academy, and I am extremely privileged to bring my portion today and share it with you all. My family came here 19 years ago. My kids, our kids were teenagers, and uh, this is a place of change. We're not just someone who showed up on the spot and is telling a story. We have 19 years worth of incredible things. Today will be an incredible thing. And um, we're privileged, literally, to bring our portion this morning for the Rock Academy. I want to start by quoting um, the late Representative Elijah Cummings. He said, our children are the living messages we send to a future we will never see. And I want to say that one more time because it's vitally important to who we are here and who the Rock Academy is. Our children are the living messages we send to a future we will never see. This quote describes the ministry of the Rock and of the Rock Academy. We reach into the future. That's the exciting thing about being here, is that we are continually reaching into the future, and we do so by raising up and equipping families, sons, both spiritual and natural. The Rock Academy is a ministry of this place. We're an arm of this place. We're a branch of this place. We're a, we're a vision, a dream, and a child of this place. We were founded in 2009 with nine families and 12 students. Today, we are 61 families and 88 students strong. We have... And just as a side note, there'd be many more if we had another square inch to cram somebody into. <laughs> we utilize every inch of this place every day to the glory of God. We have a virtual program and uh, opportunities for, that reach students as close as the neighborhood behind us and as far away as Italy. Uh, the Rock Academy empowers parents to direct their children's education, giving each student quality kingdom opportunities to prepare them for vocation and ministry. That is our vision and mission purpose statement right there. And while I have carried the seed of the academy, Steve and Kim Parker have prepared and provided the soil and the protective covering so that it could grow. In other words, the Rock Academy today would not exist but for Kim and Steve Parker. And I just want to say they don't manage a ministry. You have to hear they don't manage a ministry. They lead a house and they lead us continually into the future. This is this house reflects the vision and mission that is a part of Steve and Kim. It's not what they do, it is who they are. But the work that we do is all about people. It is not about setting up another institution or ticking off another statistic or adding up numbers or filing paperwork. It has always been from the very start to this day and beyond, it has always been about the people. Every single student in our school, every single child in our ELC, every single person out here, you are a person with a purpose and a life and a mission. And it has always been about that. It has always been about that. The Rock Academy's purpose and calling is in line with and thrives in the ecosystem. That is a word the Lord is speaking to me right now. This ecosystem that has been created here and established by Yahweh, but it has been tended so carefully by Stephen Kim Parker. Whatever the future is, 
how far the Rock Academy will go, all of its accomplishments, every life that it touches and changes, I know that it is safely covered and supported by the Rock Church. So I thank you personally, Steve and Kim, for everything that you've done. We are reaching families. We are changing the earth. Yeah. You want me to stay up here with you? So I'm Tamara. I'm the Assistant Director for Kids Rock Early Learning Center. And I just wanted to um, honor you both um, for allowing just a, a place for our community to thrive. In fact, I was going through our files the other day and we've served hundreds in five years, a little over five years, hundreds and hundreds of children and their families just in the past five years. And you know, I, I think about sometimes the growth that we've had, we started with a capacity of 40 and then we grew so fast we had to expand. And for people who are willing to shrink to grow, I mean, just think about that. What pastor would say, hey, let's take away the sanctuary <laughs> so that we'll have space, you know, for those who don't necessarily have, know anything about the kingdom, for those who may not ever come to our church, for those who, single mamas and those who might have issues at home, just to make a place. And I just want to honor you both, and not just myself, but our staff. If our staff, Kids Rock ELC, those that are here today, and this is not all of them, if you guys could just stand for a second for me. You know, the other, the other, <laughs> and this is not all of them. We have, just in Kids Rock ELC alone, there are over 25 staff members, and um, and you know, not only just our families, in fact, this year I thought, oh, I'll, I'll do something and we'll, sh we'll show all the kids. But I was so just um, meditating on our team, you know, and how our team has grown in the past five years and how now it takes a team of 20 and one day it's gonna take a team of 100 and a team of 200. I mean, I don't know what, <laughs> you know, we see so far into the future, but Kim and Steve, they have made a place for us to dream. They've made a place for there to be income for all of those families that you see. Um, and it, it's an amazing thing. And so there's a couple things that we um, put together just from Kids Rock. So um, if you guys could play that for me, there's a little video from our staff. And this was hilarious because if y'all could have seen me sneaking around trying to get Kim out of the building <laughs> so that we could do these videos. <laughs> so if we can play that video, they just wanted to honor you both. Congratulations on five years of Kids Rock ELC and 20 years of The Rock of Central Florida. We love you and thank you for all that you do. Congratulations, Stephen Kim. Happy five year anniversary for Kids Rock. Happy 20th anniversary for The Rock, Central Florida. Hey, Mama Kim, Papa Steve. I wanna thank you for having me a part of your vision. I am definitely honored and I look forward to celebrating many, many years with you here. So congratulations on five years at Kids Rock and 20 years at the Rock of Central Florida. Woo! Hi, Mr. Steve and Ms. Kim. We just wanna wish you a happy anniversary. We are so blessed and honored to be a, a part of Kids Rock. We wanna wish you a happy anniversary and we love you guys so much. And we are so thankful. 
We love, we you, love guys. you guys. <laughs> hey, Mama Kim and Kofi. Congratulations on the fifth year of Kids Rock EOC and the 20th year in our house. I'm excited for the next year and whatever Yahweh has in store. I know it's going to be big and grand and a lot of multiplication and just um, advancing in the kingdom in many ways. So, super excited and I love y'all. Congrats. <laughs> Happy anniversary. Thank you for all that you do. Happy anniversary, <laughs> Steve and Kim. I just want to say thank you for giving me the opportunity to work here. And uh, I have learned so much. Thanks for the opportunity and congratulations again. <laughs> Happy anniversary. Congratulations, Steve and Kim. Hello, mother and father. I just want to say congratulations <laughs> on five years of having the ELC. And mom, I want to say thank you for supplying me with a job throughout school and a source of income that works around my schedule. That really means a lot, and a lot of people don't get that opportunity. So thank you. Congratulations. Congratulations on five years, and I'm so glad to be a part of this royal nation. Congratulations, Mama Kim and Pop Steve. It's so amazing that Kids Rock has been open for five years now. It's such a blessing to be able to work here and enjoy this family environment. Congratulations. I love being a part of Kids Rock. Hi, Kim and Steve. Just wanted to congratulate you both on your 20th anniversary. And I wanted to also thank you for making me part of the team, allowing me to be part of this special day. Congrats, hope all your dreams for the future come true. Congratulations, Mama Kim and Papa Steve. It's been an amazing five years and a wonderful 20 years. So happy to be here. And I'm happy to be working for you guys. It's been a time of my life. Thank you. Kim and Steve, we want to wish you a happy 20th anniversary and tell you that we love you and most of all we respect you. We are so happy for you. Happy anniversary. We love you. Happy anniversary. Thank you for all that you do. Love you. Congratulations Steve and Kim. I love working here. Hi Kim and Steve. Congratulations on your anniversary. I love working at Kids Work. Kids Rock. You guys have been <laughs> such a blessing to me. Congratulations on everything. You deserve it all. Yes, we love you. Congratulations. We're so happy to be a part of what's going on here at the Rock. Love you guys. I'm so glad to be up. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> We really appreciate you. Happy anniversary. See you, Bobby. I'm so excited to be a part of y'all. Oh my gosh, it's so awkward. I'll totally do this, I promise. Happy five year anniversary for Kids Rock. I get that. Congratulations, Dennis. I can't do this. We love you so much. Thank you. <laughs>
<laughs> oh. We love you so much, Stephen Kim. We also have a gift for you, if you could bring that up, honey. <laughs> this is actually um, a little treasure box, and in the box, there are several things that, that the staff put together for you. <laughs> Models by Archie. Um, and it's for you and for Steve. And there's also, um, there's some notes from our staff and there's also notes from our families. Um, our families just wanted to express how much they love you and why they love Kids Rock. So that's in there for you. Love you guys so much. Yes. when the two align. When seeing with your eyes, which would be mental, and then seeing with your heart, which would be, I would see a spirit man, since this is personal opinion. When those two align, and you start to see those together, rather than I am thinking here, but also thinking here, and there's conflict. So I think when these two lose conflict, and you're on a even path, and you can see clearly um, your purpose, what you're called to be, um, etc. I believe that's personally what that phrase, what that phrase means. So, I just feel like when it's truly revealed in my heart is when I can actually see the truth behind something with my eyes. Okay. So for me, what that means today is 
we are creators and we are creators just as the Father Yahweh God is a creator. And so if we are like him and in his image, that means that we are creators and we can create just as he created. He saw the earth, it was void and without form. And so he spoke and then it was. And so he thought of it and then he created it. And I believe that we as sons can do the same thing and create our desires and our purposes and our abundance just as the way as he created the earth because it was his desire and from that desire the manifestation occurred and so that's how I believe that. To me that means everything that Yahweh shows me and Holy Spirit show me in my heart till it becomes a tangible thing that I could show and represent that this is what Holy Spirit has done for me. What that means to me, uh, and one conversation that I had uh, with you, Steve, was uh, what, where does the heart really show in the whole body, soul, and spirit? And you were really telling me that even, um, even the heart in and of itself is really a reflection of the spirit, because when you had that trip, that mission trip, uh, they were telling you that they would equate the liver to be the heart. And it just kind of opened me up to, if it is the spirit, then there are things that Yahweh deposits in our spirit from His. Pieces, pieces that He, not even deposits, but shows or reveals that are already in our own spirit, that was with Yahweh from the beginning, that needs to be manifested at a certain time, now. And so when we, when we have those inspirations, we, we have those revelations, that we, are, we have that responsibility, we have that charge to bring that to manifestation and to influence that, be that in our own church, in our world around us, and that we, we are to, to really see that. And it is a mountain, and that we are to be afraid of the mountain, but we are to embrace that mountain and, and take that vision and, and really produce that from heart to manifestation in, in the real world. Well, it means to me the dreams and visions and things that you have in your heart that you've thought about for such a long time that it becomes, to use the word that's overused, into fruition. It doesn't really come alive until what's the dream that you have that you see in the spirit, you see in the natural. And you receive that gift or whatever it is. Uh, for me, I think just short and sweet, it means obedience and it means diligence and faithfulness because it requires that to walk that out. And it requires um, the ability to hear, see, and the application of all those things um, brings about the actual seeing what you saw in your heart. To me, that means that you're working towards the thing that Yahweh has given you to do in your spirit and in your soul until you can see it in the natural. Well, what that means for me is seeing Yahweh's promises fulfilled in my life. And for me, that's having a family, having a house,
house and a steady job and pouring into them and leading them well and seeing their promises be fulfilled. It's something I'm still looking for, something I'm still searching, but I think it's the point. Uh, just to kind of always be listening, to always be pursuing it, and to always move forward. So I, I don't know if I, until, you know, there's no ending, so it's not like, and I'll, until then, this, like, it's just, I'm just going to keep searching, I'm going to keep looking, I'm going to keep with faith, and I'm going to keep in my pursuit, faithfully, as I can. What that means to me is basically you just keep going forward with your dreams that you have and what you always put in your heart. Even though you don't see it, you keep going. Good morning. So I want everyone to take a deep breath. I want everybody to reflect on today. It's so easy to get caught up in, in everything. It's so easy for this to just pass by. And Yahweh wants us to live in this moment. He wants us to enjoy it. You know, a lot of people are participating in a lot of different things today. Um, but I want everybody that's, in, that's involved, that's sitting out there, to just be, to just enjoy it and be at peace. And we all are pieces of a whole. And I love, I love when pieces come together and form something that they form a, a whole that's designed, whatever it's designed to do, and it accomplishes that purpose which means down to the smallest part to the largest part. So if you're at any part of this house, know that your part is important and that it's not, if you weren't here, we're missing something. So we're the men of the rock of uh, Central Florida. We're bringing our portion today and our piece. And uh, take it away, Tim. <laughs> Y'all are probably wondering what in the world we're about to do. <laughs> First, I'm actually going to address the men behind me. We are. We are. We are. We are. We are. We are. Anniversaries are usually about reflecting on what has happened before. I think that's important. But today, we stand to tell you about what we already are and what that means for the future. And so, if you could write down everything in books, those books would fill the world with what Steve Parker has done. And I want to go beyond that. So, we are. We are a royal nation made up of churches, guardians and anointed protectors of that nation. We are at every gate. We are. We are. 
We are fearless pioneers who explore beyond the reaches of what is known and then strive beyond it. We are. We are. We are the pinnacle of his glory. Our churches bring more than 10,000 praises. <laughs> we bring the sound of thunder and power beyond what words can contain. We are. We are. We are unlike anything you've ever seen before. You may think you recognize us, but your reference point cannot begin to encompass the power we hold. We are. We, we are. are. The creator of all things is present in each of us. We draw from that power. We are mighty. We are unstoppable. We are. We are. We are prophetic, apostolic, pastoral, evangelical, and administer teaching at all at once. We are fluid sons, powerful beyond measure. We are. We are. We are men who possess enough faith to pray to the Father only once and believe it. We're coming into agreement with what the Father is doing. We are. We are. We are. We're spreading the gospel that is alive in us, not just with words, but by living in truth. We are Yahweh's chosen and his best. We are. We are. We are the standard of serving. We don't wait to be asked. When we see a need, we act and turn that need into abundance. We are. We are. We are craftsmen and we are made to terrify. We don't just meet the standard in our area of expertise, but we invent new standards and then exceed them and then do it all again. We are. We are. We are the protectors of our families, our loved ones, and the weak. We shine light upon shadow and stand when all others kneel. We are. We are. We are obedient. We walk confidently in what Yahweh has prepared for us, finding out for ourselves what the Father believes about us himself. We are. We are. We refuse to accept the division that Babylon imposes based on race and culture and differences. We are, we are a new culture, a roaring nation. We are blood deep. We are. We are. We are surpassing the limitations of generations. Instead, we are ageless, timeless priesthood of brothers walking in unity, not bound by natural age. We are. We are. We are without compromise. We have been refined in the heat of the forge of obedience, and there is nothing within us that is not of the Father. We are. We are. We are destroying natural reference points, expanding the borders of the royal nation. We are the territory and the map and the journey all at once. We are. We are. We are pressing in, believing for what is beyond what we've ever heard or believed possible. We go beyond John 21, 26. We keep going. We are the bridge. We are. We are. We walk in honor. We stand for what is right. We are the voice of truth without compromise. We are the kingdom made flesh, eternal in our mindset. We are. We, we are. We are breaking the ancient bones of religion, rending its foul frame from the pedestal that it has held for so long. Our seed will never know its rotten stench. We are the kingdom. We are. We are. 
See with your eyes what you have seen with your heart, because it stands before you. We are the rock. We are the men of the rock of Central Florida. We are guardians of a royal nation. We are. Darn right. So I'm talking about. Boo, would you, where's my, my boo? Come on, you little prego cell. Come on, youth. Tie the rock out. Woo, how amazing. Well, first of all, oh my gosh. That's what I'm talking about. We killed that. Shout out to the men. You're crazy. <laughs> I thought I got off easy with the with the order. I was like, dang, maybe should have. No, I'm just kidding. But Mama Kim, Pop Steve, um, if you guys have ever wondered, well, to anybody, if you've ever wondered if we serve a generational God, look at this man and this woman. You are a generational man and you are a generational woman. And right here, what you're about to witness is fruit from just who you, are, who you guys are every single day. When people are watching, when people aren't watching. Uh, there are kids up here that you might, you might have seen, that you might know. Um, and there's kids in here that you might, that, that you might not. So, but that rep, that's, that's how the kingdom is. There's so much abundance. How could you even partake in it all? And um, that's the type of God we serve. And... Uh, Man, I'm so proud of every, all of these kids up here. This is something that I sprung on them, um, not last minute. It was on time, the way Yahweh wanted it. And um, just want to say to you guys, you know, be who you are, you know. Um, and Boo, do you need want to say something? I just want to say I love you guys and I honor you guys. And oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> that I love you guys and I'm just glad to be a part of this generation like to be able to walk with them and to that you trust I'm glad that you guys trusted us to be able to um, speak into them and I'm excited what they're gonna give to you you know this is their trade so I'm excited for what they're gonna bring to you guys so love y'all So, you know, I'm like my father, so <laughs> we're making this up as we go. <laughs> I wrote stuff down, but it's not good. So pretty much I want to thank you two for not being like all others in the way how most people would call this a church, but it's not a church, we're each a church. And that was something big that I heard, and that was something that really made me think why, why do we call it church then? Because it's not. Because we all come together and make things happen. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna move. <laughs> 
where we are in fluid worship, there are different levels of your comfort zone. For example, let's say somebody likes dancing and another person does not. The person that does not like dancing would dance to get out of their comfort zone. The person that likes dancing would do something else uncomfortable to get out of your, their comfort zone. We want to get out of our comfort zone so we can keep going. We are getting past the weeds and exploring. What I'm doing right now is uncomfortable. Okay, full disclaimer, I did not get the artist gene. So, this is what we got. Okay, so for a few years, like the biggest word in the house, I feel like was the fact that like we needed to move from like the shallow to the deep in the spirit. And so I kind of like, whenever the whole fluid worship thing came up, I didn't get it. Like it didn't really make sense to me because I was like, okay, but like we still need order. Like I didn't get it. And then I kind of like, I what? And then, but I kind of understood or Holy Spirit helped me understand the fact that we need to be in the deep in order to have fluid worship because the deep place in the spirit is where fluid worship resides in the fact that when you're in the deepness you have to hear him in the fact that like when you're in the shallow like all you're gonna find is stuff that's washed up like it's other people's revelations it's other people's words it's not really yours <laughs> and so that's what's like pictured here and like the little stick figure guy can only go this way and this way and like even like farther on the shore but whenever you get over here and like you're in the deep you can go anywhere and like you'll notice that like he's not going back because like there's no point going back and um but like the biggest thing here is that because you're in such deep water and because you're surrounded by just water you have to hear him like you have to seek him or you're simply just going to be lost like you can't find anything of value by just going on your own like you have to hear him that's why it's such um like a big deal to listen to Steve and listen to the Father. That's why it's such like a you have to seek him thing because that's what's important. And I also wanted to point out the fact that like it's never ending in the water. Like you're not gonna, you're not gonna ever be in a place where there's nothing to find. Like there's anything, like you can always find something new. Okay, well most of you may see uh, something confusing, probably something you weren't good at as a kid. <laughs> I see a way to talk to God, a way for Him to talk to me, and uh, this is just a way to show me talking to Him or Him talking back to me. Hey, Rock family. Um, me and Aaron have been collaborating on a project for almost three weeks now, and um, we're very pleased to present to you um, a demonstration based on a parable we found in Mark. Um, on your left, you'll see the rocky soil, which for me represents a Christian who um, receives the word, and then as soon as they um, meditate on it or any obstacle comes in their way, they immediately abandon it and they're withered away. Um, as far as the thorns, um, it's a lot like the weeds that we've been talking about for a long time, but it's um, something that gets in your way that doesn't completely kill your vision, but clouds it and sends it in a direction that's completely foreign. Um, and for the path, that one's the most sad for me because um, I'm guilty of 
letting a word pass me by even before I walk out the doors of this church. But um, Aaron here is going to tell you about the good soil. All right, so on this, in this black pot here, we have the good soil, which as Christians is what we are supposed to be. It's what we should set our standards to. It's what we should aspire to try and live out in our daily lives. And really this good soil, what it represents is a Christian or a Christ follower, someone who overflows in the fruit of the Spirit and has access in a relationship with God in that in this relationship, they overflow in the fruit of the Spirit just abounds in them. And as a result of this, the good soil in us as Christ followers, it overflows into others around us. So not only are we affecting ourselves and God, but we're affecting all of us, all the, the entire family is, that's what's all supposed to be affected by how we live our daily lives and how we live out God's will for us. And that's really what it's, that's really what it's all about. Because what are we doing on this earth? What are we living out if others around us can't see, can't see in us God who should be exactly what they should be able to see. They should see God in us and we shouldn't even have to try. It just should just be an overflow of what we are and who we live to be for. So that's it. transformation of fluid worship, I've seen so much beautiful change in me and the people around me. I have no doubt that God is pleased with the two of you. You are leading our young generation to the truth God is revealing to you, and I am blessed by it. When AJ explained what God had shown him for our examples of ourselves, I had gone on a self-search for the gifts God has ordained me with. During this search, I came upon the verse Romans 12:6. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesy in accordance with your faith. This showed me the meaning of his vision and of fluid worship. So as I trade the fruit of my gift into you, remember how much we cherish you and are blessed by you. So CJ, if you don't know, this is my godson right here. There's so much in him and what he's done. He, I asked the kids 
I said, what is worship to you? What, you know, what's not worship? Is that's what I challenged them with. And so, you know, they, they, and I, they just started thinking of things, okay, that they love to do. And I said, do you think that that's, you know, by just happenstance? Or do you believe that Yahweh has placed those things in you? And so CJ is so anointed. He's anointed to bake and cook. And so what he wanted to do, he wanted to prepare not only something for your spirit, but actually something for even your natural. And he is an anointed kid. Look, he don't make nothing that don't taste good now. <laughs> All right? <laughs> but, um... That's what he did. He used his he used his hands, you know. Yahweh put that in him and he wants to present that to Mama Kim and Pop Steve. So go ahead, buddy. Amazing. Well, I have the honor of leading our young adults ministry here. Um, so I'm actually going to call up several of them one at a time because I want you to have a visual representation of who meets every week so that you can see what our young adults look like. Hey? But I want you to hear from us. So Mahela and Nick Riley, please join me. Put your hands together. You can join AJ and Mariah Phillips. Oh, they're over there. <laughs> Sydney Phillips. Brian Hoffman and Michaela Kaiser. Norris and Jaquanda Davis. Joshua Parker. Ryan and Austin Graham. Eric and Hannah Hebner. Sam Schilf. Kimberly Kerner. Brian Vosberg. Gabby Jones. Alex Parker and Marshall Lagarde. Cody Hebner also, but he's running a camera right now, so he can't join us. Jacob Hyde, Vanessa and Christian Perez, and Emily Parker. So every week on Wednesday, for the most part, um, sometimes it changes, but we meet at 7 o'clock, and we really just sit in a circle and we commune with each other and one person has something to say and then the other person has something to say and we just go back and forth and dive into the revelation really that you stir up in us on Sundays. Um, so thank you. We honor you. We all love you very much and we put together a gift for you. This is a book that each one of us wrote in. Um, it's full of your quotes. And so each one of us wrote down our favorite quote from you and explained what that means to us and how that ministers to us uh, on a weekly basis. So this is Connect, and we love you, and we honor you. Thank you, guys.
Well, happy anniversary, everyone. It's going to take us a second to set up. Um, a few months ago, you know, I don't know who started to share it first, but um, Psalm 23 began to come up, and it was like hearing it for the first time. And I remember just that first line, um, the Lord is my shepherd. And I remember Kim saying, like, right? Like, she stopped there, and I'm like, yes, I get it. And I felt like I just wanted to rehearse that over and over, and every line just had significance, and it built, and it built, and, and there was a um, sermon, don't like to use that word, but yeah, there was a sermon, and it just continued to resonate with me, and I, 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 I love the timelessness of that, and I just wanted to put notes to that, so um, let's sing it. Table. 
This is an incredible day. Um, I just want to bring some attention to our lady band. That was our ladies ensemble. And I want to bring some attention to our lady band. Um, um, so this is our lady band. Um, they made their first appearance at our ladies advance this year. Um, they're gonna uh, share a song with you uh, that they wrote. Um, it's amazing, so I encourage you to join in, enter in, worship, raise your hands, stand, um, join in with them, um, and then I will share some things with you after.
So I come to you, to you today, Rock of Central Florida, and present to you an overflow. What you've witnessed is an overflow. Um, we are positioned in a time when we are breaking two. We are breaking double. We are getting ready to go beyond. And we have two people sitting in the natural as a natural demonstration to thank for that. Thank you. Thank you for positioning yourself. Thank you for saying yes. Thank you for setting a standard. Thank you for showing us how. Thank you for taking us beyond, beyond what we could have ever known. Thank you for following Christ so that we know how to follow Christ. It is because of you and your choices for over 30 years that have positioned us in this day and this time. This isn't about a year or a decade or even two decades. This is about a lifetimes of choices that a man and a woman have made. You have gone beyond what is generational. You have gone beyond what is cultural. You have gone beyond what the world says is this line and that line and keep this in a box and keep this on this side. You have split that thing wide open and you have allowed a fluidness to come to it. Thank you. Thank you for taking us to the overflow so that we can be the overflow. Thank you for showing us how to be an overflow and to take what is given to us and not hoard it to ourselves, but allowing us to give freely and overflow freely so that more and more and more people come and so that the kingdom grows. And let me tell you something, you set the pace. You set the pace. We will follow you. We will be right behind. We won't be one step. There won't be one step of space between your foot and our feet. Where you put your foot, I'm putting my foot. Where you position your hand, I'm putting my hand. Where your mouth speaks, my mouth will speak. My frequency, our frequency will line up with you as you line up with the Father. That is where we're positioning ourselves today. That is where we're being called to. So I charge you, we make decrees today with our sound. We make a decree that doing. Kim, thank you for all that you do for the ladies. Thank you for everything that you do every day that people see and don't see. Thank you for setting a standard and showing us how to do it right and how to be a righteous woman and how to be a righteous daughter. You are the best example. There's none better. So because of that, I have a gift for you. This is from the Daughters of Destiny. We love you. Hallelujah! Well, when we were putting this all together, um, I was asked to put together like a dance drama. And what's hilarious is when we were watching that video, <laughs> all I could think was, please don't, please guys, guys. <laughs> There will be some lip syncing today. Um, <laughs> I hope we have come away from that. <laughs> oh man, we were having a good laugh over here just thinking about it. But Yahweh put this song in my heart um, a while ago and I kept thinking, um, oh, you know what we could do? We could sing this at a mosque cafe or we could, uh, Stephanie, come on, let's get together. We could sing this because it's just in my spirit. And as a matter of fact, the first time I heard it, we were driving in Jacob's car, me and Stephanie were coming from a concert, and I was like, this song is powerful. Like, the words of the song are so powerful. And so when Kaylee asked me, I was like, I have the song. I knew I could say yes, because I had the song. 
didn't have the emotions, <laughs> but <laughs> I had the song. And uh, these lovely people behind me, uh, some of my family, all are my family, some are my real, real life family, uh, <laughs> said yes, including three guys. Guys, I got some guys. <laughs> That is a first for me, and it, it's been so powerful having the men just come. I mean, they choreograph stuff, guys. So we present this to you. The song was put in my heart for you, and at first I couldn't tell them. Um, there's a part that says you've taken down so many others, but you will learn from my pain is what it, what it says later on. You will learn to fear my pain because we've learned to count it all joy. And so the pain, and I knew when you spoke of your cancer, I knew that's why Yahweh put in my heart, and you're gonna see your son acted out here. And I knew, I couldn't tell them because it was a secret in the room, <laughs> only like four of us knew. No. And so when you came and you expressed a very personal thing to you, and you allowed us to buy and trade into your miracle, um, that is what I want you to see when you see this, this drama today. Um, it is for you, uh, just like that was for you, this is for you, and we love you. Please give me a second to take my shoes off. Okay. okay. And get rid of this microphone. Maybe you can put it on the stand. Oh,
I'm just uh, pausing for dramatic effect. It has nothing to do with getting my breath back. Um, as I said earlier, this day is all about honor. This day, in every way, reflects who you are and who you are to us. And we take this time to honor you, not because we don't honor you throughout those other times, but to make sure that if in any way the things that we've done to honor you have maybe, I don't think they've never not been seen by you guys. I don't think that that even happens. But maybe there's somebody else in the room that thinks, man, that person could really honor them. That, really, that person over there could honor them. Guess what? Worry about you honoring them. You take your time to honor them, and I promise you they see it. But this is a time, if you feel like in you, I've, I've not, I don't have a time to honor them. I, I work this much, I'm this, and I can't be there, and I can't volunteer for that. This is a time for everybody. That's why we do this this day, is to make a time. If you think you don't have a time, you have that time today. To sow into that field of honor. To sow into the life of a man and woman who have made a choice based on what Yahweh put in their heart to follow it until they saw it and began to see it, began to see a, a portion of it with their eyes. And you're that portion. And there's more portions to come. And so today you're sowing in to that and you're sowing into what's to come. Because as we sow in and we honor them, we equip them. And we, as we plant that field and that field grows, that honor grows. It lifts them up to continue to the next place. And without it, they can't do it. They would give everything that they had to do it. But without your part, they can't do it. They can't do it. And so today we honor you. And today we sow the seeds of honor that we've prepared because it wasn't an afterthought. We sow that into you today. Yeah. Stephanie, if you would. Stephen Kim, if you would come stand. Yeah. In the front center there. As you have prepared your honor offering, I want you all to rise and come and place it at the basket at the feet of your visionary and his wife. I have one more thing for you. I would like to invite my brother Joshua and my sister Alex to join me, please. Put your hands together. Um, I'm going to let both of them speak for themselves, but I will go first because I'm sure I'll be crying by the end of theirs. So I just wanted to say that I love you very much. And thank you for everything that you've done. But thank you for moving our family here to establish this place. Because I think I say this every year, but it's true. By doing that, you've given us a family that just continues to grow. That I have the best life. <laughs> I would argue with anyone. I have the best life. And it's because of you and your hard choices and your yes and amen every day. So I have nothing but honor for you. Um, th there's no way that we can honor you enough just in today, but we are trying our best because you deserve it. <laughs> but I love you, I bless you, and I thank you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and get this 
get this over with. <laughs> I am really good at like one-on-one -on -one conversations. I can talk to you for like an hour. But if you put me up here and put a microphone in front of my face, I want to run into the corner. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I was forced to come up here and speak. So <laughs> when I was thinking about what I want to say, I was trying to think of things that are different from what I've said all the other times that I've spoken, and you really can't. And to me, that's actually a testimony. Because year after year after year after year of my life, you have done nothing but be steadfast. Yeah. And so I honor you for that. I honor you for being a demonstration to me. Um, kind of an example that I have, I've been able to go and do things because of what you've done and your ministry to my life and allowing me to be where I'm at. Um, doors have opened for me. And one of them was a few years ago. If anyone knows, the University of Central Florida is like the second largest school in the nation. And they chose me. They choose one person every year to go to a conference um, at the state capitol. And one of my professors, my classes are huge, like 400 people. They chose me because they knew of my parents because I boast about it. So they knew that my parents were um, pastors and that I was a pastor's kid. And so I was, you know, praise Jesus. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> so they chose me and they wanted to send me to the state capitol to be um, and meet with a senator. And it was like a Christian type gathering. I didn't even know what I was getting into. But I was like, sure, sounds good. It was a paid vacation. I could go. They bought me a hotel room. I was like, this is awesome. Um, and I went and, again, didn't know what I was getting into. And we sat in this conference room with people from different universities from all over the United States. Each school got to send one person. And the first morning we sat and they were talking about their Christian experience or their coming to Jesus. And um, everybody had these terrible, terrible testimonies. <laughs> I sat there and I was like, this is awful. One person came from this terrible background and one person came from this terrible background. And I started getting nervous because I'm like, it's going to get to me. And they're going to be like, she doesn't belong here because she doesn't have a terrible background. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my goodness. But then I started to get excited about that because I'm like, it's going to come over to me. And I'm going to be like, no, I didn't come from that. Yeah. I wasn't raised in that. I didn't have to get over that. I didn't have to go through that because my parents are steadfast. My parents love Yahweh. They choose the hard path so that I could have the good path so I don't have to live through that. And I, yeah. So I got to speak that to the senator and his wife um, and be like, well, I'm a testimony because my parents are a testimony. And I want to honor you for that. And I love you guys and happy 20th anniversary. Hello, mother and father. So, unlike Alex, I don't mind having a mic in my hand. I just am not good at preparing. So, I don't, you know, I just kind of, I'm off the cuff usually. But, and I don't like the way my voice sounds in the monitors, but, you know, that's fine. Um, but no, I just want to honor you and, and thank you and really say congratulations for this big feat. I mean, 20 years is it's, it's a lot of time. You know, I'm 21 and I feel like I've lived for 100 years. So, you know... <laughs> and I want to honor you for what you've established. And I want to be careful how I word it because it wasn't done alone. You know, it was by all of you. Without you, this wouldn't be here. Okay? So, but it started with you and, and with mom. It started one day 
And I find this fascinating. When I think of things, I like to break it down. I find it fascinating that one day you woke up and you had a thought. And you thought, I want to do this. And a lot of people have those thoughts. We all do, but a lot of, them look, a lot of us look over those thoughts. But you didn't. And look what has grown out of that one single thought. Look around you and look what we have. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. It's just crazy. And I just want to honor you and bless you and thank you. And I thank all the Presbyterian and everybody who, you know, has helped along the way. Um, and I also want to take this opportunity to enable you who have those thoughts and have those ideas to actually act upon it. Because though you might think it's minuscule in your mind, look at what can happen, okay? It's insane what can happen. So I thank you, I love you, and I bless you all. <laughs> And in closing, we would like to give the patriarch of our family an opportunity to address you. So, Grandpa and Grandma, would you please come? Thank you, Kaylee. You know, th there have been a lot of amazing testimonies this morning. And, you know, it just makes us very, very proud. Uh, and you guys should be proud. You've influenced and affected a lot of people. And I think one of the strongest testimonies that you have are these three young people right here. You know, you, you've, been, you've been amazing as leaders, uh, you, uh, but you've been a, amazing as parents. And, and that shows through every day on these three, and we couldn't be prouder. Uh, Steve, you've been in this ministry now for about 20 years, right? Did you ever think during that 20 years that one day you'd be sitting down there and I would be standing up here with a microphone? Huh? Never. Uh -huh. Didn't think so. Okay. Well, you know, Josh, not being prepared is part of our DNA. Okay. We don't, we don't prepare. And your dad very seldom prepares. There's, he had libs. Okay. Uh, you know, what we wanted to do, Darlene and I wanted to do this morning, was to uh, take a little journey with you folks and to share with you uh, some of our experiences during the 30-year journey that we've traveled with Steve and Kim as they developed this ministry. Uh, it's been an amazing trip. But it didn't start 20 years ago. It started a little over 30 years ago, and I really appreciate these videos today because they help reinforce some of the things I have to say. <laughs> okay. But, no, back, back about 30 years ago, uh, Kim was in high school in Tampa, good student, uh, very energetic, uh, very sociable, and uh, a very successful uh, and accomplished student. She graduated uh, from, I believe it was Tampa Christian, wasn't it, Kim? Or, yeah, Riverdale, okay. And uh, with good grades, great student, and she informed us that she was going to go to college, and she was going to go to Lee College in Cleveland, Tennessee, okay? And we thought, that, that's a good thing. You know, it's a small school. Uh, she'll get a good education. But Kim was committed. She'd already decided what she wanted to do. She was going to get a degree in education, and she wanted to serve kids. She liked kids, and she was going to serve kids. So Kim packed up her bags. She packed up her foo-foo hair, okay? And you saw the wardrobe that she was wearing at that time. It was very, 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 very attractive. And off she went to Cleveland, Tennessee, okay? And over the next four years, Kim worked hard at school made really good grades. She also worked uh, 
besides going to school, she worked, and she worked her way through school. And, and she was dedicated, and she was committed, and she knew exactly what she was going to do and how she was going to do it. Now, she had a lot of friends. She was a very sociable person, as all of you know. She had a few boyfriends and a lot of boys that were friends, okay? <laughs> and, but no, nothing serious. She just went through school. Uh, the, the ideal daughter really was. I mean, you, no problems. So she graduates. And she, she calls us. At that time, Darlene and I were living in Lima, Ohio. We traveled a lot during my career. And at that time, uh, we were in Lima. And she, uh, was, she, she said, we're gonna, I'm going to graduate. And she said, great, we'll, be on our, we'll come down. We want to see this graduation. So we traveled down to Cleveland, went to graduation. And she said, oh, by the way, there's someone I want you to meet. By the way. It's a friend that's a boy. Okay? <laughs> and we said, okay. So after the uh, graduation ceremony, we go out, come out of the auditorium, and we're standing out on the veranda, and this long-haired, skinny dude comes up, okay? <laughs> Don't know who he was, do you, Steve? <laughs> and he was a talker, as you could see in the video this morning. He was a talker, okay? But he was passionate. Uh, he really was a very passionate person, and he was committed, and, and you could see that in him, okay? So anyway, we enjoyed our visit with Steve. Uh, we got back in the car and we headed back to Lima. Darlene looks at me and she said, he's the one. So what do you mean he's the one? She said, she said he's go she's gonna marry him. He's go he's gonna and I looked at her and I said, uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, we, we're, uh, we're back in Lima and Kim and Steve worked at the same church in Cleveland. Okay, Steve was the youth pastor, I believe, at that time, weren't you, Steve? And, and Kim was chartered with starting a new school in, in, in this uh, growing church in Cleveland. Well, their relationship grew. And uh, after about a year, year and a half, Steve informed me that he would very much like to marry Kim. And I said, uh-huh. <laughs> not, not really. Steve had always treated Kim with dignity and respect. And, he, and we could tell that he loved Kim. And we also knew that Kim loved him. And we felt very confident that, that, that they would have a great relationship together. So they got engaged, and we scheduled a wedding. And a wedding it was, right? Huh? And, and it was in the church that they had worked in, in Cleveland, Tennessee. And afterwards, we had quite a reception at the Holiday Inn, overlooking Interstate 75, right, in Cleveland, Tennessee. Great time. I mean, it was an amazing wedding. Well, Kim and Steve uh, were committed to their jobs. They, they were enthused about their, what they were learning. They were growing. You could see both of them growing. And uh, they moved into a cute little house, remember, on a, on, on a tree, uh, street there in Cleveland. And they pursued their, their, their dreams. And they had dreams, and they had goals. And it, that was important. Uh, we watched them grow. But we also began to notice that they weren't growing as fast as they really wanted to. It, was, it became very apparent in, in, in their mannerisms and in talking to them, those kinds of things. And you could tell that Steve in particular was getting restless, weren't you? Huh? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And about that time, Steve had a meeting with Apostle Nolan Ball in Panama City. And now, uh, Nolan Ball was an interesting person. And his whole ministry was, was really dedicated to taking young ministers developing them and then sending them out to start their own uh, own churches or you know their own organizations well steve was selected to join that staff so he and kim packed up their bags and headed for panama city 
So now they're in Panama City. Fortunately for us, about that same time, we were transferred to Tallahassee, Florida. So we were close by and we got to, to share uh, time with them and to watch them grow. Uh, not too long after they arrived in Panama City, we had our first granddaughter, huh? <laughs> Miss, Miss Kaylee, okay? Which was an amazing event. So we enjoyed that. Uh, not, uh, you know, a short, uh, well, not a short time, but a couple years later, we had a second granddaughter, didn't we, huh? Uh, Alex, and, and, and we enjoyed both of them. Yeah, it was great. Uh, Kim and Steve bought a small home in a little piney woods just outside of Panama City. And I, I remember visiting on many occasions. Steve was doing different odd jobs around the house, changing the electrical around because he had a background in electricity. And, you know, we'd talk about different things. Uh, but, but you could see that they were both growing. Uh, Steve had, was beginning to develop a maturity in the ministry that he did not have uh, in Cleveland. And, and, and it was interesting to watch. Uh, after several years in Pan Panama City, uh, Steve and Kim came to us and said, we've been selected to go out and start our own church. Interesting, okay? And we said, well, that's great. What does that mean? How do you do that kind of a thing? And Steve said, well, we're going to find out, you know? <laughs> and, 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 exactly. <laughs> so, so Steve and uh, Kim again packed up their bags, grabbed their two children, okay? And they headed for Sanford, Florida to start the Rock of Central Florida, which is where we're at today, okay? Now, this was, an, uh, you know, during this whole time, you could see the growth, you could see commitment, you could see direction, and these two knew what they wanted to do. Kim had never forgotten that she wanted to start a school. Kim had never forgotten her love for kids, and she knew that that was where her mission was and where her ministry was. Steve was committed to forming a body like this with people that, 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 were, that were faithful, that loved one another, and that shared and had a common goal. And I think, I think the proof is here this, morning, this afternoon. It's just amazing. You know? After a couple of years, uh, Liz Darnell and her family joined the church. And all of a sudden, one of the dreams was fulfilled, wasn't it, Liz? Huh? We, the, 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 rock of, uh, the Rock Academy was formed. And I think Liz has done an excellent job of explaining to you exactly how much they've accomplished over the years. A couple of years later, there was a meeting. Tamara and Kim were sitting down talking about how empty this building was during the week. And they said, you know, there's got to be a way to use this facility for something other than that. Before long, we had Kids Rock, the Early Learning Center. And it has grown and flourished. Uh, and I think that pretty much was the vision that Kim had carried with her for many, many years. So all of a sudden, we're here today. You know, uh, as we sat here and listened, we couldn't be more proud of our kids, you know. Uh, Steve is our son, Kim is our daughter. These are our kids, you know. The reason you have sons and daughters is so you can have grandkids. It really is. <laughs> yeah. Right? Huh? I see a lot of smiles out there. You betcha. But, you know, we've been blessed. Uh, we've been blessed with Steve and Kim. We've been blessed with a really, really dynamic family. And we've got nine grandchildren. Uh, you've seen three of them. We love all of them. They're all very much the same. They're, all, they're amazing kids, you know, and it's because they all have amazing parents. And that's important. Family, uh, you, know, you know, guidance, uh, faith, uh, strength, commitment. These are all the things that, 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 that our families are focused on. And it's obvious that that's what everybody in this room is focused on. 
Uh, I want to thank all of you that are here today because none of this would have been possible without you and your support. You know, we've watched these guys over the years, and they've had some really great times. They've had some hard times. You know, they've had some very faithful uh, companions in this ministry. They've had some that were not so faithful. But they've, they've grown through all of that. And, and they've developed this place into something that we can all be proud of. So, again, I want to thank you guys for everything that you have done. I want to thank you guys for letting us travel with you on this journey. We couldn't be prouder and we couldn't love you more. And we, we, we just commend you today on this. Now, I, yeah, I offered Grandma the opportunity to speak, and she said, I don't do that. <laughs> so, but keep that journey going. <laughs> but, but again, thanks, guys. It's been a great ride. And, it. you know, the neat thing is we have a future to look forward to, too. We know, we know your job isn't done. You know, you guys are still dreaming. You're still planning. And we're going to enjoy every minute of it. So just keep it up. Uh, you know, we, we love you. Thank you. And just so we're clear, I was born on that timeline, too. You just didn't mention it. I want you to know. Well, let, uh, we're going to wrap this up, but I want to thank you. And wow, that was quite a well-stated timeline. I mean, I did not know. Who knew? I never thought I would see you on this platform holding a mic. You were absolutely right. But I'm so thankful, and, and I'm also thankful today, if you don't know it, for, first of all, for all of you and everything that you represent, those that we know well, those that we're getting to know, those that we will know, we might not know well today, but the next time we do this, we're going to know you real well, and we're looking forward to that. But all the pieces that come together so that we're able to celebrate this day, and I want to especially say that... I have family here today that you've heard about many, many times, uh, but you've never been able to meet. Uh, I've spoken to this person through the glass of that camera every week for years. And I want uh, today to say to you, my kids surprised me and called me to their apartment on Friday morning. I walked in the door of the apartment, heard a little whistle around the corner, walked around the corner, and there sat for the first time in 20 years, my mother, and she is here with us today. Would you welcome her? <laughs> Mom, I'm very proud of you, and I'm not gonna ask you to stand, but I'm very proud of you. You can be seated, but I'm very proud uh, that you're my mom. Um, never lived a day of my life that I ever thought otherwise. I'm so thankful for who you have become and for those things that you taught me to do right and those things I learned from you that I know were not the right choice. <laughs> I'm thankful for all the Coke and pizza that we had. <laughs> Compliments of thievery. But I'm so blessed today. And I love you, Mom. I'm so blessed that you're here. And then also, I was surprised when I walked in the back door this morning, and this probably happened to no one else here, but I had a family that came all the way from Michigan, and they're here today, and on their way in this morning, they actually hit a deer, hit a buck. 
So, but the buck could not stop them. And it is so wonderful to have with me today my aunt Connie, my uncle Larry, and my grandmother Gurney, who is my grandmother Gurney is about to celebrate her 97th birthday. And she is actually my mama's mama. And so it is such a joy to have them to be able to celebrate this with us today. My mother and father-in-law, please take the time to greet one another before we go today. But I want to say, uh, I don't want, I, there's nothing I can add to what was said except for this. Kim and I, if we have only halfway blessed you as much as you have blessed her and me, uh, only a miracle could do that because you have, you have gone above and beyond and you do it every single day. Your words, your living, your life, the changes that you are willing to make. I will tell you this, if you're new here and you've just begun the journey with us, I'm not interested in your feelings. Whether or not I hurt your feelings is the last consideration I will ever have. The first thought I will have rising up and lying down every day is how can we grow a man into a man? How can we grow a woman into a woman? And how can we do that to the glory of God? That will be my rising thought and my lying down thought every single day. And if you will walk with us, I promise you in time, not because of just Kim and me, but because of all of those that you see wrapped around you today, together we will do the John 21, 26 reality and that is we will keep going and we will keep growing amen i love you thank you so much i bless you i'll just say thank you um from my heart from the the depth of kim parker thank you thank you for giving of yourself um for all the time that went in to today was it was amazing I, i'm over i have to sit and think all, so many things happened in such a short amount of time and i felt so honored and i feel loved and i feel blessed and to have my father stand on the platform and speak um wow dad i mean it's amazing and another thing i just quickly want to mention is we have forever friends here that have come and journeyed from panama city um henry and caroline and they knew us when we looked a lot like the screen <laughs> they still loved us and we even traveled back then um but we're so blessed that you both have come and consider you family and they not many people have lifelong friends like we do and and i honor you i bless you for coming and um, giving of yourself and your time but thank all of you bless all of you um i have nothing oh he hasn't one more thing to say third closing and we're out of here okay i <laughs> love you <laughs> I'm always cautious when I say thank you to sp uh, specific people because I never want to leave anyone out because there's so many people that made today possible. All of you made today possible. Yeah. But this particular day with the particular order of events that occurred today, uh, you know, it, it fell to a few. And the few were guiding all the pieces. And I just want to say to all of you, to my daughter Kaylee, to my sister-in-law, Jenny, to the sound men and women. Uh, well, they're all men right now, but I think women were involved earlier. But to everybody, to the children's church, to every single area, you have incredibly blessed us today. Let's keep walking.
Let's keep walking. We are bigger than the circumstances around us. We are bigger. Whatever they are around you, listen to me. You are bigger than the circumstances around you. Keep walking. Keep walking. God bless. I love you. You are the very best of the best. God bless.